Keyboard button. It's correct. I was expecting the countdown because like the, we did the two lives last week, so I'm used to the 30 seconds. Can we do like can we do like a Power Rangers intro one time? Like can Kyle edit that for us where we do like flips in and then there's like explosions all behind us and everything and I mean, the okay. whole time we're just going, yeah, yeah. No, I think I could add in a video clip. So we could this weekend we could take pictures and I could make like a funny screen. <laughs> Oh, dear you're God. like doing cartwheels. I was thinking if you need to take a picture like this, or like Everybody, when you're like in a cannonball, we can make it. We can make it work. Everybody who doesn't listen to the show but watches, they would just hear it, or like just follows us on social. It's gonna be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, listen, I think some people um, expect it at this point. That's good. I mean, that means they know us. All right, well, welcome, everyone. Hello, everyone. Lights out and away we go! I'm, because I'm sitting at, like, an angle. I feel like the hat looks crooked. Let me just say, the brim of this hat is very stiff. It's very stiff? Yeah, like, I'm trying to bend it. I don't know. I would I would buy their Vegas hats. The all white and red ones. Those ones were nice. Did Lando Lando drop Vegas merch? Yeah, it did, but it sold out in like two minutes. That does not shock me. It was it matched the helmet. It was like snake themed. Oh, that's cool. People already got it. Like shout out to Lando. Cause when you order like the Enchante merch from Daniel Ricardo, it takes like weeks to get it. That why does that not shock me too? Yeah, it doesn't shock me. But yes, hello everyone. <laughs> hello. hello. Welcome um, to another lovely episode of F1 Underground. We have two more left to recap with yeah. this season content, and then we'll obviously keep going. But yeah, we'll have to do once we're once Abu Dhabi's done. We'll have to do like a big like season, yeah, season recap. Yeah, I wanted to also. I was gonna ask you this. I was gonna see if maybe if we had Mark or something for yeah. that. I would love, um, would yeah. love to hear Mark's thoughts on it. And then I know we talked about doing like fun stuff, like rating, ranking our favorite liveries and helmets from the year. Yeah, yeah, we have we have content. Obviously, the holidays are coming up, and then you get married, so. Might be sometimes there's no episodes, but that works. Because then yeah. the new season will be here before we freaking out. testing February. Not right? even preseason testing. It's when they start launching the cars. Yeah, tr- uh, true. Like last year, Ferrari's car launched on Valentine's Day. Um, and it turned out to be the biggest red flag anyone ever could have <laughs> seen coming. Preseason testing is February twenty. 20- First to the 23rd. That's like not even that far away. It's not that far away at all. No. That's disgusting. Not that far away. Cannot wait to get into another season of this. Mm-hmm. Makes me yeah. so excited. Um, all right. Episode what number is it, Alan? This is probably 30, 37. 37? 37. 
You want to know why it's 37? Because last week was 36. Oh, thank you for doing that. Thank you. Listen, I'm just telling you. <laughs> it just didn't seem right. Um, it's, it's yes. Episode 37. Owen is correct. Episode 37. Um, I'll let me put my computer on. Do not disturb. I knew I forgot to do something. Um, as always, you know where to find us on social. We are on Insta and Threads at Underground F1. Um, and on Twitter at underground underscore F1, Twitter slash X. Someone, one of our loyal followers on Threads said that you got to give it up. No one's going to, you're not going to ever get friends on X. No. Because it slowly dies. <laughs> I will get friends. <laughs> I will make friends. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get Ange to download. Actually, Ange has Twitter, I think. Now you're a little quiet. You got really close, and now you're a little quiet on the oh, mic. Really? Am I quiet now? Am I quiet now? Say, talk. Hello? Am I quiet? Yeah, you're a little quiet. Oh, <laughs> microphone. That's good. It's good. It's good. Hop on that Amazon Black Friday deals. Um, as I was saying, <laughs> I'm going to get Ange, if she doesn't already have Twitter, to download it and follow us just so I get okay. one more friend. Okay. So you go from 86 to 87? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So you got a Travis Kelsey's number? Yeah. Travis Kelsey with that drop last night. <laughs> Listen. I was going to ask mom how he went, did for her fantasy football team, but A.J. Brown also had, like, no catches yesterday, so he didn't really help me with mine. Yeah, but you know who did have a catch? And it was a monster catch that really helped me. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Because mm-hmm. I had him in my flex option. I wasn't really projected. It was like a literally like a 50-50, like 0.2 point spread difference for this league. And the other people had, they had Jalen and AJ Brown. And I was like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> I'm losing this matchup. No, no AJ no Brown doubt. did nothing. No doubt about it. And then AJ Brown didn't do shit. No. And Jalen Hurts sent that bomb to Devonta, to Devonte Smith, and that got me huge points. I'm pretty sure he got me like 20 points for the night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, regardless about our fantasy football teams, <laughs> um, this isn't what the people came here to, no. to listen to. We talk about Formula One on here. Um, but yes, as always, you know where to find us on Instagram, Threads, and Twitter slash X. Go give that one some friends. Why don't you? I know Please. that. And then also follow us over on our YouTube, our main YouTube channel at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Um, this past week with Vegas, we were also on there a lot doing some lives, which were fun. Yeah. Um, oh, we don't even have that listed. Add that to the thing. We didn't. We can talk about the Netflix Cup. Um, we didn't. No, we oh, previewed, we did, like, it. previewed it. We previewed mm-hmm. it, though, right? We can do a quick cool recap. Um, we don't have to go long into it. But yes, so as I just hinted at, we are going to do obviously our meme of the week, um, and then we'll recap Vegas in a whole, everything Vegas regarding Netflix Cup, the craziness between um, free practices, and then the rest of the weekend. Yeah. And then we will be previewing, or our new segment, Pints and Pit Stops are back. Or is here for the first official one. Last week we entered it. This is the first. Oh, he's drinking a beer. It's clear. It's not clear? From that far away, it looked clear for a second. 
I haven't taken a sip yet. You okay. guys are good. first reaction. <laughs> Although I cracked the can when I was like getting ready and I was like, ah, oh, I should have saved that for the, for the, yeah, you should have. I'll know. I'll know for next time now. And then we all will do our predictions for Abu Dhabi. And there are a lot of unanswered questions. So it should oh, yeah. be interesting. Um, but yes, starting off with our meme of the week. I'm going to add this in just so we have it quick. Little constructors. Yeah. And drivers. Champs update. So we make our predictions with that. Yeah, well, I think knowledge in mind. Checo uh, secured his second. So yes. Checo but, did secure his second place. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Um, but yes, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first because I think mine is a little bit more, a little bit more descriptive than yours. So this is. I thought this was funny for two different reasons. mean Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Can't really read it. I don't want to get close to the screen. <laughs> that's good. No. Why is it doing that? Oh, oh, that's weird. All right. So I found this funny for two reasons. Because A, it's SpongeBob and SpongeBob is top tier comedy. Mm -hmm. And B, this is something that I think we were kind of guilty of when the season first started. So basically what it is, is have you ever seen the SpongeBob episode where SpongeBob and Patrick adopt a baby clam <laughs> and they end up kind of living like the married life and Patrick's playing the dad in the role and SpongeBob's playing the mom in the role and Patrick's complaining or SpongeBob's complaining that he doesn't do anything. And Patrick says, Oh, I like, please like taking care of the kid at home. Can't be that hard. Right. And then he goes around and he shows like all the diapers and everything that SpongeBob's changed and everything. And it, yeah, it's funny, but the picture of Patrick says F1 is boring because Max wins everything, right? And then each picture is explaining why it's not boring. And it's it's really funny. So it says Alpha and AlphaTari for battle for eighth place, McLaren True. versus Aston for fifth, inner squad Alpine fight, yes. squad Ferrari fight, <laughs> Mercedes versus Ferrari for P2. And then the big the, – at the end of the sequence is this big mountain of diapers and everything. And this one, the text overlaid on top of it is Al Alonzo signs Norris and the Claire, Claire battle for fourth to seventh. <clears throat> so I just – like I said, I found this funny. The main reason being just because when we first started the season, I think as people who listen to the show know, we're very new to F1. So it's hard. I think Casey and I both didn't see like past the surface mm -hmm. for a lot of this stuff. And we've learned as we've watched the season and go along and everything. And at beginning, like at first, in the beginning of the year, you know, I know I'm guilty of saying it. You know, I was like, this is boring. Max is winning all the races, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And it only, it my mindset only changed when I started looking at all the other things that were happening during the season and not just focusing on, okay, who's first in the driver's championship, who's first in constructor's championship, shit like that. So that's why I thought it was funny. It's more of a, like, I relate to this more than I just find it purely funny. But that's No, but it I, still is funny because it's literally all that shit is happening. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. There are people who I know still say it of just like, God, Max is winning, like, fucking everything. It's so boring to watch. And you're like, okay, well, what about, like, McLaren versus Aston? And then you're mm -hmm. like, well, what about the drama with Ferrari? What about the drama with Alpine? You know, what about this fourth to seventh fight? Like, that's fucking awesome. Like, all this different things. So, 
yeah. anyone's game. It is anyone's game for the midfield and oh, tons of different places. So, yeah, that's my meme of the week. I like it. Self-retrospective look at, mm. our, at the season. Um, okay, so mine is kind of – I posted this. I had help on – Speaking of friends, my friends over on threads. So I posted this because losers over there. <laughs> this <Yeah. is> my, <laughs> my um instead of the cool down room this week, I didn't make this up. We got the cool down room. So <laughs> this picture I might have about twenty screen grabs from this part saved to my phone because every int- reaction, like every face they were making was so funny. But this is the best one. So I posted this and said caption this. So I'm gonna go through everyone's there's a few good – I mean, obviously, we have 16 replies, so – I'm reading some of them for you now. Some of these are really good. Yeah, okay. So, first, we said, is that fucking child lock on? <laughs> <laughs> so, just so good. Is this where – Max, this is where I convert another Charlotte Claire poll to win again. <laughs> that one's mean. Brutal. I love that you put <laughs> and then the, they posted this. Yeah, I love that Jason put the, the yeah. pictures, too, of just, like, poll, winner. Yeah. Then we have, and then right there is where I pushed Charles into California. Because <laughs> yeah. he did. Um, next says Max, I'll take a happy meal for my grumpy friend from Ferrari. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, guys, look at that bug on the window. <laughs> um, look, it's Jensen going through a bloody standing. What? Bloody standing. Oh, side. The slide super dumb take Danica because his face, he looked. I also tweeted, ear- or I also posted earlier a screen grab of him looking like it was an episode from The Office, and he's literally staring at the screen because she makes some stupid comments. Um, <laughs> yeah. This one, Max, three Big Mac, three large fries, three cooks. Charles, hey. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Nothing. I Nothing. You're going to get to it next. Yeah, I showed you this one. Um, It's literally just a, a McDonald's order, this long one, but it's so good because it's so descriptive. <laughs> and then they're saying, that. no, I wanted this. I wanted this. I love the, hmm, I wanted the McNuggets, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Threads, like the Threads account, decided to chime in and say Cash Cab's back on the road. Thank um, you, Threads. Which is a great one. That was not the only one they commented on that list past weekend also. Are we making Um, one with Threads? And then this says Prez looks desperate to get out of there. And I said he was stuck being the third wheel because he's always a third wheel when it's those – Oh, of course. Yeah. Anybody's the third wheel when it's those other two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, is that George? Did anyone invite him? Someone should tell him there's no space for him. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. That <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that one's good. Um, this one, entitled White Boys Waiting for Their Rides. That's not wrong. And then that, that <laughs> Yeah, this one might be my favorite one. <laughs> Is that George? George. Shit, we got no more room for him. (laughs) But yes, so it's just, it's good. Thank you to everyone on Threads because they were quick with that. Thank you for Threads themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot what else they, oh, when I reposted the video of Charlotte Claire's overtake, they also responded to that. But sure, hi, welcome. But yes, those are our meme of the weeks. Um, moving on. Get this show on the road. Vegas. Vegas, I keep, it makes me think of that meme, the football player. He, they had us at the first half. Uh, 
They had us in the first half. I'm not going to lie. Because Vegas literally had us in the first half. Between the Netflix cup being a little wonky. And then the practice fiasco. And then it ended up being probably one of the best races of the season, I have to say. Yes, it was a, it was a great race. Um, but we'll do, yeah, so short stint with the Netflix Cup. Um, if you guys didn't tune into our live stream. Um, I really enjoyed it. That's coming from a golf fan, though. Yeah. So I can definitely understand why I'm a little biased. I definitely – my critiques of it, and I think – you might have the same one for the first one and everything. You might have both, actually. Um, the commentary yes. aspect of it on Netflix's end was not the best. No, uh, and I think a lot of people agreed yeah. with this. Especially in the – in the there's a shot where Burt Kreischer is, is standing on a tee box waiting for – I can't remember what group it was for them to come up to the tee box. And whoever was doing the like voiceover, like play-by-play commentary – Says the Bert, like, what, what, uh, where are your guys at? And he was like, I have no clue. And it wasn't like a, like a playful, like, he really had no clue where they I were. Have no clue. Like, they'll probably be coming in like two seconds. Like, no, he literally was like, I could not, like, I, I can't tell you. Yeah. Um, so the commentary could have been picked up a bit. The other thing I didn't really like, and this, I, this, I feel like take with a grain of salt because it's like, they're playing golf, right? They're, golf is the main thing we're watching here, right? But the, the the sporting event itself was broadcasted as F1 meets golf, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you did that because you had drivers come in and whatnot. But it just – it felt like – felt like the F1 oh, drivers were forgotten. Yes, it felt like the F1 drivers were forgotten. Like it literally was just like, this is Lando Norris. He drives. And then that's it, you know? Here's Carlos Sainz. He drives a car that's red. That's it. And it's like, okay, yeah, they're playing golf. They're obviously not going to be like doing different things, like doing an F1 centric thing. Like you're golfing. That's what they're there to do. But yeah, it definitely felt like it was just like, okay, here's your, here's our drivers. I, yeah, I do agree. I mean, even Steve, who was on the live broadcast with us, he was like, I forgot who the drivers are because they were only talking about the golfers. And I saw a lot of people saying that. And I even posted, I said, I think, I said I did enjoy it. It was cool. It was cool to take both of those two shows together. I said next year, give me four different drivers, four different golfers. Like, give me people, other people from the golf show and stuff. But I said I think next year it needs to be one golf, like sitting on those couches, one golf commentator and an F1 commentator. Like, give me Jensen Button or Crofty or Ted Kravitz. Like, give me one of them in the chair because they know the drivers. Because people were saying, like – they literally butchered Carlos Sainz's name the entire time. Yeah. So, like, give me someone that knows one half of the, each person there, and you will have good back and forth commentary about what is actually happening. Like, get, yeah. that's what I think. That's what I think it needed. The coverage was great. The drone shots. Yeah. The production value yes. of the entire event, from downright to you know quality of the cameras how Netflix live streamed it in like the overall quality of the stream was fantastic, much better than, you know, Netflix's previous live stream attempt, you know, it productionally wise, it was, it was gorgeous. It looked great. It flowed really well. It worked as an event, but there's definitely some kinks they need to to iron out. 
And like, I also I'm, think I would was- love to see like okay, I know F1's a much more dangerous sport than golf is. But like I would love to see some blend of like, okay, we're gonna get the F1 drivers to do something golf related, and now we're gonna get the PGA players to do something F1 related. You yeah, know, like I get the holes that were like the Netflix t- like show inspired, but like make them F1 inspired, like make them do yeah. like a stupid like pit stop or something before yeah. they <laughs> like like do some something to make the golfers like I the, it was the speed round being the first one and them driving in the golf carts that was great. Yeah, they should have done another one of those, or maybe have it a speed round the entire time because that was fun. I also yeah. think. It could have started earlier. I mean, it's Vegas. It could start earlier because it was so dark at the end that even the golfers were having trouble. It was it was pitch black at the end. And kind of same similar thing with the race. You know, I get it. You're in Vegas. You want to do it under the lights. You know, all that stuff. That's great. But, yeah, by the end, I mean, you could hear some of them on the broadcast saying, like, I can't I can't mm-hmm. see the shot. Like, well, I forget who it was, like, was looking through his viewfinder. I was like, can he even, like, what is he actually looking at? Because it's so dark. Yeah. Um, I also think, because what was it? Actually, it was eight holes. If the yes. first four, I think it should have been six. Six, I feel like, would be a good number for, for non-golfers mm-hmm. to view the event. Because, like, to me, watching eight holes, that's easy peasy. Like... Yeah, but for me, the second set of four felt forever. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, yes, I think six would definitely be, like, a good sweet spot of, okay, we're going to get, you know, people are going to start drifting, drifting off in attention and everything. Mm -hmm. But if you do six holes, then you have your playoff hole. Then you're done. Like, it's – And if you you grab your attention more. You do three fun ones three normal holes like you easily can split it up that way so yeah i think there's a lot more there are i think they look at that and i know there's changes that could be made but it was fun i do have to agree the other thing i wish they did and i'm just remembering this now but i remember thinking it during our live stream there were times it felt like they really focused on the first four golfers which was yes lando ricky justin thomas and carlos Sainz, which is great I've said it before. JT is my favorite golfer. Landon is my favorite driver. I was fine with it, right? But there was a point where we watched those four tee off, and then we went back to the other group with Pierre, Finau, um, Albin, and Max Homa, and they were in, like, the middle of the fairway. And mm-hmm. it's like we didn't or- see them tee off. Like, I would have loved if they could have done something like the format we have here. Do a quick, like, side-by-side. Yeah. Like, Okay, yeah, you don't need to do it all the time, but if Carlos and JT are driving to their tee shot, throw up another screen on the side and let me watch Pierre hit a, hit his drive. Mm-hmm. Like, That's what they normally do in real golf, don't they? Yeah, they do that. Yeah, they'll do that okay. multiple times. Or if they can't do that at least, they'll at least like wait until the second shot is hit, and then they'll be like, okay, hey, here's how we got here, and they'll show the tee shot. So it's like you have a better – you can follow the flow of the the hole and how the players are actually doing better. And it's just like, oh, we didn't just magically teleport from the green on the seventh hole to the, you know, the tee box or the, you know, the middle of the fairway on the eighth hole. Like I feel like they didn't even show them do the second hole. No, they barely showed like 
And I get it because, but like at the the same point, Carlos and Justin Thomas were literally destroying Ricky right. and Linda. So like, why focus on the other ones that were tied until the yeah. very end? Go back to the close matchup so that we can see. Just it just yeah. kind of felt like Pierre and Albin and and Finau and Homa. They were a little bit of an afterthought. Yeah, like it was like, hey, we're gonna focus on the first four guys as like the stars of the show, and then these four are just gonna be. B content when when everybody's driving to their tee shots or like yeah. driving up to their next shots, you know. Uh, speaking of Alex and Homa, before we talk about, I guess the winners. If you have anything else, before you have anything else, said um, Homa was in the garage with Alex the other day during I the race. That, yeah. the race, he like let him sit in the car and stuff and everything. And I was like, there you go. They are actually going to be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and go ahead. No, Alex's girlfriend posted because she was on the sidelines when he fell. Right. She followed him the entire time. So she's like, I can't believe I saw this in live in action. And she literally got her reaction. She was like, oh, my God. And he turns around and goes, did you see that? <laughs> she was like, yes. So then she was also right there when he called her the Squid Games doll. Oh, yeah. So then, but she, like, dropped, like, an Instagram dump. And the one picture is so good. She's literally walking, like, next to Burt Kreischer, like, while they're going. And I'm That's like, cool. okay, Lily. But, yeah, that was... I just wanted to mention that, but yeah, Max was in the garage with Alex Avon. I think they might have been my favorite pairing. They seem like they got along. You know what would be great? If next year they do this again, right? And it's instead of instead of the speed, like the speed holes where they have to get into the cart and everything. Now, I, I don't know logistically how you would be able to do this, but just try to, you know, theoretically think of it. The P, The F1 drivers hit a drive, right? The moment their club makes contact with the ball, right? You have the PGA Tour people in Sims off to the side, oh. and they have to do a hot lap. <laughs> as soon as the ball hits, they do the hot lap. The moment they cross the line, they can just get up and go run into the ball. Right so that would be cool because that kind of brings back into the Formula mm-hmm. content. And if you're, if they don't really have much practice with it. They're gonna crash. They're, They're gonna, gonna crash. All this stuff. So it might make it a little bit, you know, funnier and whatnot. But yeah. just an idea I had. I don't know. I don't think lot like logistically you could do that. But no. But even you, even the minute the like the minute Carlos hits the ball, Justin Thomas is not in the golf cart and has to drive and like figure out where it's gonna land. So, like he oh, has yeah, to there race there and then finish the hole. That would be because obviously it's not the F one car, but it's the uh, or give them a go kart, and they're on the they're on the cart path, and they have to go kart to. There you go. Yeah, like they can make it work. Um, you could definitely incorporate some more driving mm-hmm. into into it. You know, and I was even thinking going back to like having an F one commentator and a golf commentator. Have Carlos Sainz and Justin Thomas do it next year. They win. Don't make them do it again. Yeah, have there them you go. be the commentators because. Yeah. They have the history of working together. So, like, would that would be even that would be better too, I feel like. But yeah, at a minimum, bring them on to yeah, bring them on to the broadcast. Have yeah. like main people who do it, but then have Justin and, and Carlos pop on. Because you know Carlos is gonna be in Vegas next year for the race. So like he will obviously be there. Yeah. So yeah. Um but yes, as we just said, winners were Carlos and Justin Thomas by a landslide in their foursome, but yeah. then also by a landslide with I can't even count Pierre Gasly because he <laughs> Pierre Gasly didn't do shit. <laughs> did 
Tony Finau was like the late last minute substitution. He put his team on his back. He was the real MVP. Like he was the emergency backup goalie that came in and won like yeah. game seven in the playoffs. <laughs> like he he was insane. Um, but yeah, Sunday won. And then Carlos dropped that trophy, and I think that trophy was held together by tape because yeah, it literally shot. broke in every way possible. Yeah. Um, that video was funny too. And then Carlos showed up Thursday to the pad or Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday for media day, wearing his winning jacket, which I thought was funny. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's a good move. I mean, that was probably Carlos's like dream come true. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I would. I mean, absolutely, I would love that. Yeah. Um, but yes, Netflix Cup. It was good first one. Good overall, first one. yeah, overall success for Netflix. Mm-hmm. But definitely some few kinks and bumps in the road they can they can iron out. Yeah, Absolutely. it's hard to see where it goes from there. Um, moving on to the race, to the real show of the weekend. Let's talk about <laughs> FP1. What was nine minutes <laughs> of FP1? I and. I think the best was so okay. Before I get there, long story short, they go out for FP1. Cars are driving. A manhole cover or a drain cover is becoming loose. Carlos goes over it. The manhole cover literally rips a hole through Carlos's car. Yep. He he doesn't crash, which I'm shocked, but it literally shut the car down right away. Yeah. Whatever. They red flag it. Next thing you know, sessions not being resumed. Um. Because they have to go around and check every single drain cover and refill them with concrete. Yep, check them and file them down. Yeah. Or on, like, yeah. yeah. Um, figure it out. Like we said, Carlos's car is destroyed. Alcon had to change the... Um, did he have to change the chassis of his car too? I think so, yes. Yeah, um, I so. But the craziness of it all is Carlos had to get a 10-place grid penalty because of... They had a literally, I think I tweeted or I posted, it was like $1.5 million of damage or $15 million in damage. That's disgusting. And that wasn't even counting the engine. They had to replace the power unit because it was damaged. So he got a 10-place grid penalty. Ferrari appealed it because they clearly everyone else agreed. It was not Ferrari's fault. They'd <laughs> blow up the engine like by making a mistake. It literally was destroyed. Um... Which was unfair, but I just love the. Did you see the TV pod uh, camera angle? So it's the camera yeah. that sits right above their head on the car. Oh yes. So he hits it. You can see the whole camera jerk, but then if you look down at, at a steering wheel, yes. with a screen on the steering wheel, it literally says, "Like engine, like shut down engine, stop the car." Yes, it was literally like, stop now. Mm-hmm. Instant was immediately, and I, I'm assuming when the sensors pick up that much of like a collision or, or force applied to the car, it's like, whoa, like shut it down. Because there's no way the engineers reacted to that that fast and immediately were like, shut it down. So the moment the car hit that manhole, I mean, it was, it literally shut the car down now. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, and the best was not even that. That one wasn't even the a good angle. It was the one fan view of the angle where he yeah. hit it. He like probably could have gotten air. Like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> like that was it was a pretty big bump, I have to say, which was 
unfortunate for him because that did suck. I mean, they immediately, when they looked at Carlos Sainz's dad in the garage, he was like, like the look on his face. <laughs> I mean, I would be pissed off too for my son. Like, they also said that Carlos said he like lost feeling in his legs for a second. That's crazy. That's what you even had Max, who we'll get into Max because he was on one this weekend. <laughs> wow. Um, he literally said he was like, when you hear that, you like that's serious because that could have been a major injury if he would have oh, yeah. crashed. But yeah, um, they then keep they then refill all the holes, all the manhole covers. While people are sitting in the stands waiting, um, I go to bed. I wake up when it's supposed to be happening, seeing that it's delayed. So I go back to sleep. I wake up. It started at 2.30 a.m. Vegas time. It was supposed to start at 2, and then they delayed it to 2.30 again. But at 1.30, they decided to call the police on all the people waiting in the stands, kicking them out. Which was wild, because they probably knew... Because they said it was with, like, security and shifts and the amount of workers that they had there and the closures and all this stuff. And people were like, okay, well, you probably knew that. So, yeah, people were pissed. There's already lawsuits because good for those people. Yep. The FIA or F1, the Vegas GP put out this disgusting statement. It doesn't even say, we're sorry, we apologize. Um. The one statement at least, like, we've all been to concerts and so-and-so sporting events where it's been canceled. People are like, yeah, but we get a refund. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter that we've all been there. Just yeah, the we refund get a are- refund. Yeah. <laughs> like, ask anyone that's had concert or sporting events tickets during COVID. They all got a refund. <laughs> it's a joke. So My instead of a refund, one. they get a $200 voucher to the Las Vegas Grand Prix store. F- wonderful. Which I want to know what they can buy because – Everything was probably so crazy expensive. So what could they buy? Like a keychain for two hundred dollars? Like one like, stock, and that's mm-hmm. it. Um, but yes. But after that, the rest of the weekend was pretty good. The best was so I just want to read this this interaction between us on Friday morning after <laughs> after FP one and two. So you text me first of all. You texted me literally to the minute when I woke up. So I'm like still half asleep and I'm just like, Oh yeah, because I got up to go for work and it was just starting at 5am. So I was like, Oh, I can yeah. watch FP too. <laughs> so you text me at 6:45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're going to wake up the chaos. And I was like, I read this and I'm like, wake up the chaos. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I literally answer, huh? And you go from FP one and two, or are you watching? And I was like, <laughs> watching what? So I, I text back and I'm like, what happened in FP2? And you give me the rundown of, you know, the the two and a half hour delay, like blah, blah, blah. And then you tell me about Carlos's grid penalty. But I go, what the fuck really? And then I go, hold on. So I said, if it's just finishing up now, have the drivers been up all night? Mm-hmm. And you said, yes, it's a mess. They also kicked out fans that waited, blah, blah, blah. And said, yeah, they've been, the drivers have been up and at the track since six or seven Vegas time. And I just like, I literally just like let out this little laugh. And I was like, we knew that this weekend was going to be a shit show. Mm-hmm. And this first two practice sessions are already delivery. And like it's if like, they oh. literally had everything go wrong in the first two sessions that they could have yeah. had go wrong. Like if just throw in some rain and that would have been the icing on the cake. Uh, yeah, it would have been. Yeah. But, but yeah, I they did. literally, it was, it was just a mess. Yeah. 
but like we said, like we said when we started recording, it really the first half was a mess of it. Mm-hmm. From qualifying on, from FP three on, it was great. It was fine. Yeah, FP three, it kind of cleared up. Mm-hmm. You know, FP three was pretty run of the mill. You know. Oh wait, wait, wait! Before we go into FP two, I have to say, Carlos' side of the garage and Espan Alcon's side of the garage worked their asses off because they both went out and ran during FP two. Yeah, uh, yes. And Carlos was on a mission the rest of that weekend. I have to say, except for maybe the race, but he was on a mission. Um, but yeah, FP three was boring, normal practice session. Um, and then quality was great. I mean, I yeah. slept for it. I didn't wake up for it. You woke up for it. I slept oh, yeah. right through my alarm. Quality <laughs> was great. It was it was a little disappointing just because it was you know McLaren both are out in Q one. Mm-hmm. That to me was the biggest thing, just because, and I kind of knew that going in because I, you know, heard Zach kind of say at the Netflix Cup and a couple other interviews, you know, basically saying like, "Our car is not built for this track. We know we're going to struggle here." Um, but it did suck because then they got him. Of course, you know, McLaren's a big surprise, and then of course, media gets him on the radio, and they're like, "Well, what'd you think? You got out in Q1?" And he was like, "Well, yeah, we're disappointed by it, but you know, we weren't expecting to be out in Q1. We were expecting to be out in like Q2 ish." Like, yeah. what so, you want him to say? <laughs> I mean, past that, pretty run of the mill qualifying. No, like, no major, no, no crashes. Nothing like insane. It was just. Pretty run of the mill. I mean, that's the thing. It was it was tough. I'll I'll say that with with it being run of the mill, it was tough sitting there watching it because I was trying to stay awake and I knew mm-hmm. that if like a crash or something happened or any sort of like mishap happened, I would be like, oh shit, like here we go. But yeah, pretty run of the mill. Um, I mean, Claire's lap in Q two was probably the best lap of the entire weekend. That was a killer lap. Yeah, I, it's. I mean, that's the thing. It was. It was fun to watch, but yeah, overall, it was a pretty. It was a normal quality. It was a normal quality. Waiting one. Yeah, it. You know what you've come to expect from qualifying sessions. So. I mean, after watching, I mean, you can't really take into account FP one because there's like no time. But like Leclerc was on one this week, and he was cooking. So then waking up to see that he was on pole, I was not surprised. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it was pretty – qualifying was good, but I went back and did watch it. But, uh, I mean, the Williams, though, being both in Q3. Yeah, that was huge. Mm-hmm. That was really cool to see. Um, yeah. And, I mean, even, you know, broadcasters, Crofty and whatnot, were talking about that during Q3 qualifying. They were like, look at this. Like, yeah. look at the Williams in, in Q3. And it was like, this is awesome to see. And I was like, this is this is cool. Like, I, you know, I'm, like, genuinely happy for – Alex Album and Logan Sargent and like, Logan, yeah. Dude, Logan, I think like, I'm more excited for Logan. I think, I, yeah, because I mean, Alex has been there before in Q3 mm-hmm. in that setting. This was the first time we've seen, and it's technically a home race for Logan, even though I know right. Miami's literally his home. But it was, it was a home race for Logan. Um, no, that was a setting. I literally, when I woke up, the worst part is my mental alarm went off at 5 a.m. Qualifying literally ended like an hour, like 30 minutes before that. And I was like, are you for real? Yeah. <laughs> um, But I literally put it on threads. I was like, no, I slept through it. And people were right away were like, they're like, well, you'll be happy about pole. And they're like, but look at the Williams. And I looked at the standings and I was like, oh, hello, yeah. Williams. <laughs> um, The best was. So I wake up for qualifying. I'm sitting there watching it. And all of a sudden, I like 
I don't know why I thought of this. I think I just like get this feeling in my head and I'm like, is Casey awake? Yeah, you should have known I wasn't awake the minute Car- Charlotte Claire was in first the entire time. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. So then I like go to, I go to Twitter and the most recent tweet was from like an hour ago. And I was like, oh, all right. So like, yeah, she might be awake. And then <laughs> Andrew's working overnight. So I text her and I'm like, hey, look, I'm up. And I go, I think Casey's asleep. <laughs> she goes, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, how do you know? And I immediately I was going to say like, oh, I haven't seen any tweets or anything on, on threads. And I immediately just go, oh, she hasn't texted me about Charles Leclerc being in first. <laughs> This is true. I would have been freaking out. <laughs> That's the thing. It, but even like even going into Q3 with him, because I'm pretty sure he went into Q3 on pole. He um, went into every session on pole. Right. So like you would have texted me and been like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that was uh I was so annoyed. Other than that, pretty run-of-the-mill qualifying. But yeah, you Obviously, the best was to get in your text the next morning, and you were like, "I slept through all of my alarms." Yeah. <laughs> mom, get I met mom at the gym, and I was like, "I slept through my freaking alarms." And the best part is, I was asleep right here on the couch. <laughs> you ha- oh god! I still slept through every alarm. Every single alarm. I was so annoyed. Um, but we were awake for the race. For the race, for and that was race. that was I was I think I was more excited to be awake for the race. Um. Yes. That was a, the race was a really good It was a good race. It was a good race. You had a little bit of everything. Yeah. Good overtakes. You had the chaos at the start. Yes. Off of the you know, we can we'll go into that and everything, but and then everything kind of balanced out from there. And then the end. It's like good clean overtakes throughout the entire race. You had, I was thrown for like an emotional roller coaster <laughs> at the start because with the chaos and it, you know what, let's, we'll just, I'm just going to jump into this right now because we can talk about like these two teams. So McLaren obviously doesn't qualify well. Aston yeah. Martin qualifies well. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, this is not a good lineup for constructors. St- no, Lance Strowman. <laughs> right. So right off the bat, that big chaos in the front happens. Guess who falls down to like 18th? Fucking Fernando Alonso. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Like, and I mean, point standing wise, that's the one you want to fall. Like in the right. driver's championship, that's what right. you want. And I was like, yes. And it wasn't even like he was like 12th or 13th. So like he could get his way back into the points and everything. I'm like, the way this plays out, he should get like 14th at best. Like 14, like 13, 14th, right? I'm like, yes. And then I think literally a lap later, Lando Norris is coming around the one turn, loses control of his rear tires. Harry hit. Flies into the wall. And I just put my head down in sadness. And it was awful. But. No, so I posted the video of the overtake, my reaction. And then I clipped you when it happens. (laughs) And you just go, no. You just let out this little tiny, like, no. <laughs> it literally is like, there was the perfect situation. It wasn't, and it, like, I'll even go as this far as saying, like, wasn't like Fernando got hurt or anything. Like, he Mm-mm. just, he spun out, 
and he fell down to a really low position. And I was like, yes, like that's exactly what Lando needed after a poor qualifying. That's exactly what McLaren needed after a poor qualifying. Yeah. And then that happens. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on. But and he had it's set up for two really good things. The first being Lance Stroll, P5 yeah. after starting P19. That is insane. The man waited to, to put on a performance, and he, he put on a performance, and he did he a really that facial hair and said, watch out, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, facial hair really changed his mentality. I didn't know it was him. <laughs> the The other aspect of this, which was good, was Oscar was obviously sole driver for McLaren at that point, and it was, I will say this, it was really fun being able to have all of my focus on, on, Oscar. on Oscar because I love Oscar. I think he's a great racer. I love to like, I definitely pay attention for him and like to him and everything, but Lando is my favorite driver. So I'm mm-hmm. inherently just going to look for Lando in the standings with Lando being out. I was, where's Oscar? What's he doing? What's he up to all, you know, and I'm watching every single thing of where he's, you know, his overtakes are when his name goes up and down on the leaderboard, all this stuff. And I was like, this is really fun watching him. And I mean, he had a ton of different overtakes. He, he did. had times, you know, going into the pit, obviously he's falling back. He had some people overtake him during the race, but he got him right back. It was a great race to watch trying to follow Oscar as best I could. Yeah. And then he, he ended up making contact with Lewis and they both ended up with punctures, but they both like Oscar was still was able to come back out. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar had a good Oscar had a good race. I feel like it kind of flew under the radar because Lando's crash was scary and it yeah. was um it was big. I saw another view from it today, and that one was that one was scary. He was okay though. They did take him to the hospital, um, and then he was discharged, but you haven't they haven't really said anything since or else. No. But, um I mean he's in Dubai already, but yeah, he um yeah it, it was a thing, great Oscar the good thing was when those reports were coming out that he was going to the hospital it was already like attached to it that it was just precautionary like it yeah. was just like we're literally just going to get him like checked out pretty much like and then they posted a picture from like the the ambulance like the the hospital bed or whatever the like the ambulance bed in the, when they were wheeling him in then they posted pictures of him back for the um, debrief after and people were making fun of him. And it was like, when you're that girl in school, when you've been to the ER the night before and you show up with your hospital bracelet on. So everyone knows because he's still at his hospital bracelet. <laughs> Guys, look, look, people, like you want people to be like, Oh, what should happen? Are you okay? <laughs> um, around, like, I don't want to talk about it. Actually. Yeah. Right. But Lando, it's okay. Um, yeah. Aston Martin, Lance Stroll. Um, I feel like he, that performance is up there with, I'm just going to keep going. That performance was up there with Espan Ocon, who finishes yeah. P4. It just gets so overshadowed. I feel like Lance and Espan, their performance in the race from other things, that it, I was at the end, I was like, wait, Espan finished P4? <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I mean, they had a good, they had a funny moment in the race as well, because literally as Espan's overtaking Pierre, they come over Pierre's or Espan's radio and they're like, no, whole positions. People are like, Espan was probably like, well, well, too late because I'm already switching. <laughs> I'm already going past him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what I wanted to throw this in there. So, the race in overtakes, it was second to Zanbort for this year. That's how many overtakes there were. I think there ended up being like, 
I first posted like 85, but then the, the other yesterday I saw there was like 92 overtakes or something. Wow. Yeah. It was insane. Who knew that city, that street circuit, who looked kind of small, would be good for overtakes. Um, but yes. Um, I also, I don't... There's something else I want to mention um, about McLaren that was really good for them. Uh, Oscar set fastest lap for the Oh, day. yes, he did. Yeah. So that was, that was really cool to see. He set it with a 135-490. He did. So that's just really cool to see out of a rookie. If and did know. he ever pit at the end or no? Did he go all the way? Remember, you were like, he still has to pit, but I don't think he ever stopped. No, he pitted. Because if he didn't, because he had used two sets of mediums, I think. So he he had to have pit to get a different set of tires. Okay. Or maybe, no, I'm sorry. It was two hards. Because I remember us talking about it and saying, like, is he going to pit with, like, 10 laps left and try to come out with softs and catch people that he's going to fall behind from pitting? But then he pitted with like seven laps left. And it was like, and they did, they put on, I'm pretty sure they put him on softs and they sent him back out there. And it was like, okay, you did what I thought you were going to do, but you did it about like five laps too late. Yeah, they did like, do it really late. I remember. Okay, now I remember. Pitting and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I have to mention that. Fastest lap for, for Oscar. So that was cool yeah. to see. Um, I can't really tell you anything about Pierre's race. Uh, I wasn't paying attention, like I said, to the Alpines because of, watching the battle at the end, um, which we'll get to. But um, I feel like we could just mention Haas, Alpha, Tari, and um, Alpha Romeo <laughs> in two, three sentences, one for each. Um, I mean, Hulkenberg retired near the end. That's when he ran off in that escape road. And then literally, I think a yeah. lap later, Yuki also retired. Um, but Yuki had – did Yuki get damaged at the beginning? Was he one of the drivers that got damaged? Yuki may have had some small damage at the beginning. I can't yeah. remember specifically. To be fair, I wasn't really paying attention. I was more so focused on yeah. Fernando and then Lando's crash when it yeah. happened. Okay. Um, and then Alfa Romeo wasn't very noticeable besides the fact that they legit look like Mercedes on the track because their out- livery was mostly black. Um, I did yeah, like it. Yeah. Um, they, looked like it they looked like it so much. But watching Valtteri Botas during practices and stuff, that man loves a good street circuit. He was – and a good – they just kept saying that he's good with low grip. And, I mean, that track had no grip. Lando kept complaining about it the entire weekend. But, yeah, Valtteri did a pretty good job. Um, yes, moving on. Uh, Williams, like we said, great showing in quality. And then by the end of the race, it was – they were pretty unforgettable. Um, yeah. They both, I think they finished, both finished out of the points. Um, I could tell you. They finished. Alex Albon finished 12th and Logan Sargent finished 16th. Yeah, they both finished out of the points. So they started five and six. And then to finish those, that's not a very good uh, weekend for him which is they're like ferrari like especially alex albon he has the quality pace but then when it comes to the race pace their race pace is shit yeah it's they're they really do struggle during the races and it's it's not fun to watch no because alex delivers literally the whole weekend like before and everything in quality and it's qualifying dragging that tractor across into q3 and then they get to the race and they're ending up not in the points so it is it is frustrating to watch the williams um I will say, I watched the drivers um, 
intros before the driver's parade. That's when they did them with, um, I can't think of his name, one of the wrestlers, wrestling announcers. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. It's not Michael. I think it was Bruce. I think his last name was, I don't know what his name, but um, there's some funny moments that came from that. But it, the one part was when they announced Logan, the cheers that he got were so good. The cheers were amazing to hear I'm from, sure, from Logan yeah. Sargent. Um, and we had someone on threads who was in the stands at the last turn by the pit and um, exit. And she was saying that the, the crowd was like cheering a lot, a lot for him. That's good. Um, you have to go back and watch though, because in certain aspects, when he turns his cards, you can see how he wrote like their names phonetically, but he butchered them. So he says, Charles, he says, Charel. Like he oh, does. <laughs> and then for Carlos Signs, he literally wrote signs, like S I G N S. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. And then they had no clue what they were doing. So literally, like, Charles goes and he knows he's getting interviewed. So, like, he kind of stands there a second and then turns around and sees uh, Natalie Pinkman and goes over and gets interviewed by her. But Checo comes out, <laughs> does not get interviewed at all. First of all, he screams Perez in his face and then Checo. I did see I watched, this clip. This is I watched clip. the video so many times. He just stands there and is like, it's like when your mom leaves you at the uh, the cashier at the food store and everything, like, you're next in line. He literally is just sitting there, and next thing you know, he, like, looks, and he's like, oh, and then walks away. <laughs> have I, you seen the clip? I have seen it. I want to watch it again, though, because it, it's it's hilarious. It's so funny. Might be the best moment. Like, that's automatically, like, people will be talking about that moment for forever. Also, I literally Valtteri Bottas comes out in a Golden Knights jersey, which I called. Um, yeah, that was cool. I was happy when you sent that to me. But I tweeted and said, Valtteri, hate to break it to you, but they lost to the tanking Philadelphia Flyers today. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, you muted himself. <laughs> I didn't mute myself. I didn't know if it was going to come out. This is the, I'm watching this clip now too. This is the most awkward thing. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so sad. He like, yes, screams it in his face and then just turns away. <laughs> Checo's just like, standing there like, but the best is Checo doesn't even get interviewed, so I don't know what he thought was happening. Yeah. It was, oh, God, it's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay, but back to the, back to the race. The other, the big three, um, Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull. Um, I'm going to talk about Ferrari last this week. Um, okay. So Mercedes. George gets a penalty for that incident on Max, which that one was hard to figure out who actually got the damage. And then when we were watching it, we are like, who yeah. actually got the damage? Because you look like Max, but on the replay, you're like, no, I think it was George. It was George. Um, he got the pen- He got a five-second penalty for Max, um, which that's why we were laughing at that one caption, because they George left him no room. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Max, so... Um, and then... Hamilton ended up, like we said, with small contact and had a puncture. They came in, um, and he came out on the radio, and he's like, are we last? And they're like, uh, yeah, yes. you're last. And he did work his way up. Um, but that Mercedes was not good this weekend either No, on that track. No, they were well, struggling. Yeah, they were struggling. Um, Red Bull, another historic win. And also, 
I thought this was crazy. It's the first time in Red Bull's history their drivers are finishing one two in the drivers championship. That is when you think when you like think about that, especially with this season in context, you're like, wow, really? But then, you, like, and then when you think back to like Sebastian Vettel and Mark Webber, yeah, that's true. Especially like watching the Braun documentary because it's them. I'm like, I when I read that, I was like, oh, I was like, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yes, obviously with Checo's third place finish, he secured his P2 in the championship. Lewis can't catch him this weekend. Um, but yes, there was also the penalty Max received the beginning for forcing Charles off the track because yeah. he literally sent Charles to California. Um, I don't think five seconds was – I think he should have to give the position back. I feel like that's I what happens. Would... When you force someone off the track, don't you have to give the position back? Yeah, I was seeing a whole bunch of different things about it, and people were saying that why didn't Max just give the position back to Charles? You know, I saw other people saying, oh, five seconds was good. I don't really know. I think – do I think that either penalty had it with when it was served would have changed the outcome of the race that much? Probably not, but – Yeah, I think Max probably would have caught Charles pretty quickly after again, but – yeah. Charles was, like I said, Charles was cooking all weekend. Um, I really think he could have won. We'll get into Friday, but I really think he could have won if it wasn't for that safety car. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. So, yeah, he ended up getting five seconds, which he served during a pit stop, which literally didn't matter because he had such a gap at the beginning at the point when he took it. Um, this, though, was very shocking. I remember going right – I was getting ready for bed after the race, and I was looking on threads or in Twitter, and I literally posted it. I was like, wait. Max apologized to Charles for the forcing him off the track. Max Verstappen, I don't think, has ever done that <laughs> his entire I mean, racing career. It is so, boyfriend Charles, so yeah. Well, that's what they literally were talking about in the in the post race conference, and they're like, "Well, our debriefs when we were children were a lot more intense." And then Max literally chimes in and says, "Yeah, it was just an incident." <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> On the microphone in front of all the press, so it was heard. Um, and they both start cracking up, and people literally were like, "Yeah, well, when you had to get a race marshal in to calm you down during your post-race debriefs, like they legit are true enemies to lovers." Those two, I swear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but then it was also like another quote from Max. He was like, "I knew during karting that if I ended up in F one, Charles was ending up in F one." It's like that's the I've said it before, and I will say it over and over again. Max respects Charles, and Charles respects Max. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think Max respects Lewis a little more now because of how many championships he has, and he's not fighting Lewis every weekend. So I think he respects him a little more, but he definitely doesn't respect him like he respects Charles. Um, oh well, yeah, Charles has that. Charles has the, the you know the I'm gonna say like life benefit of that. Mm-hmm. Of I mean, they grew up together. Yeah, they've been racing together for how long, and it's just like. They both have seen each other at moments where they're like, holy shit, like this guy is determined or whatever it may be. Like mm-hmm. this guy is, is the real deal. And yeah, I'd say they literally are like they are legit the same age. Their birthdays yeah. are like weeks apart. So um yeah, it's in it is interesting to see their dynamic. But despite Checo getting P3 in the race, he was asleep at the wheel. Let's be honest at the end. <laughs> For yeah. I hope it's voted overtake of the month because that was the coolest overtake from Charlotte Claire at the end. He waited. He was just patiently waiting behind Checo 
stressing me out, yes, but he was just <laughs> patiently waiting, waiting in the wings. And when he knew, I think it was like one of the last two corners. He just it was, yeah. It was it was very late in the race and mm-hmm. very late in the lap itself. Yeah, he just mm, goes right in front of Checo. Yeah, and let me just say, beautiful, beautiful producing of just making sure we had that camera angle because, like you just said, you see the two cars in line, and you just see Charles just slide out. And in one like definitive move, just cut out and cut right in front of him. And mm-hmm. I was like, w- I mean, we were all watching it. We were all just like, holy shit. Like- yeah. Threads knows. I p- posted my reaction on Threads. Um, and it got way too many likes for my <laughs> liking. That's good. That's good. Um, Take one for the team, for the brand. I also saw, because I posted, posted F1 posted another angle. So it's like the other side of the track. Oh, there really? was a camera right there. That's the better angle because you can see the moment Checo sees him coming around to overtake him. You see Checo move his head a little bit and like, oh shit, he's right there. Like, it's a that I'll have to find it. I did post it on Threads. I it, that is a good, um, that's a good angle to look at because you can see Checo literally sees uh, Charles coming. There's also posted F1 did like overlapped with his overtake and the Ferrari, his side of the garage and the one guy that's like he's one that has the luigi tattoo and he's like the one that puts the car up on the jack and stuff at the front of the garage oh yeah he literally is like no don't get like wait a second and then when they know he's actually doing the overtake they literally just like lose it it's so excited they're so excited yeah um but yeah i mean that might have been that would have been one of Leclerc's best races of the season, I have to say. Despite yeah. definitely, definitely one of his best races. I mean, we just mentioned that I think the safety car, the kid has the worst luck in the entire world because that if there was no safety car, he would have won. Yeah. He easily would have won. He because Max was complaining that his tires were gone by the end. Charles was never complaining that his tires were gone. No, and he actually in the post-race interview with with Max, he's he even says, like, I had worse degradation than Charles did. Mm-hmm. And I like wouldn't be shocked if that if that race was extended by five seven laps at most, we either would have seen a very, very close race like we saw with uh in Brazil or Brazil, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ending of Brazil was really tight. Um between Alonso and Perez, poor Perez, two weeks yes. in a row gets. <laughs> yeah, we would have seen it. We would have seen an ending similar to that, or we would have we would have seen Charles take the lead, Max, and and win that race. No, I, I think firmly believe that Brazil, I think, was seventy one laps, and if this was fifty or fifty one, if we had twenty more laps, yeah, I think Max would have lost the position because he was struggling, yeah. um, and Charles was not. But I mean, people, Ferrari was going in confident because it was a track going to work for their car. They knew the tire deck wasn't going to be as bad as it normally is. So, like, they were extremely confident. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. What, what is happening here? <laughs> like, I'm literally that the meme of Jim from The Office when he's like, what is going on? <laughs> That's what I felt when I was, like, reading their interviews. I was like, okay. Um, but, yes, very exciting. Um, Carlos, as we said, crashed at P1, 10-place grid penalty. Whoa. You just selected the entire. Yeah, sorry, put that by accident. <laughs> um, 
I don't even know. Where did he finish? <laughs> Carlos? Yeah. Carlos was P6? P5? Hold on. Um, Race results. Sixth. He finished behind yeah. scroll. Which that's not bad. Um, that is not bad at all, yeah. That's too huge. Oh, and Hamilton worked his way back up to seventh. Yeah. So, I mean, that's two pretty big point grabs for Ferrari because now they're only four points behind Mercedes. So, yeah. The fight between these, like, these four during quali in the race are going to be intense. If they're, like, in this, if they're, like, in this, between the same four positions, that'll be intense to watch that race start. I'm so excited. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> has the potential to set up is, like, a fantastic yes. <laughs> Like, so much just riding on it, and it's, like, fuck yeah, let's do can, it. Like, Max and Checo, like, DNF, because I don't really care about them. Like, can they yeah. just, like retire early can they just dq or whatever because they don't need the points but like i want to watch everyone else like i think i might set up multi-viewers so i can have everyone because there's gonna be so much to look at um yeah no four points did you see my speaking of multi-viewer did you see my tweet from this weekend with my new multi-viewer setup yeah i think they liked it didn't they ah they did like it it was it was so much fun. Did you also see that the Brazilian commentary are using multi-viewer on a screen? <laughs> are they really? Yeah, they like posted. I think they tweeted it today. It's like you can see their one computer screen in the middle of two monitors, and it's multi-viewer. That's funny. That's I mean, that's hey, that's good for multi-viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Vegas, like we said. So How did the first half. Do you want me to do? standings now no a, do standings we do our predictions before we do the predictions okay but do you have anything else to add besides from this race i don't No, i think i agree with you vegas definitely on paper vegas should have been a shit show and it was in the beginning you but then they definitely i don't know if they figured things out or got lucky no matter what it was it wasn't really a shit show as much as i think we were expecting it to be which is good nobody got hurt you know nobody there wasn't any major, major crashes, you know, like it was good. It was a great race. Loved it. I think the one thing I still have is the timing. Like the timing is an issue. Yes. It's crap. <laughs> like people, we were talking about on threads multiple times this week, even like every time someone new joined in, we kept saying the same thing. It's daylight savings time in America. So the sun's setting at five. Why couldn't they have raced at like 6 p.m.? It would have been an okay time for us like europe europe suffers and there they deal with it during other races that aren't in their time why are we deciding why is vegas where you're trying to grow the sport in america being catered towards the european crowd it just doesn't make sense yeah um, doesn't it, help at all no it doesn't make sense at all but yeah that's i think that's my only i think that's my only like issue with it still is the timing i mean we have 10 years of vegas so it's not going away i think vegas would be vegas because obviously i think vegas and abu dhabi will be the last two races of the season now for 10 years or however long but vegas could have be the spot where a lot of championships are decided and that could be that's a good track <laughs> I, yeah 
it's a fast track. It yeah. is really fast. And we're spoiled with Abu Dhabi and Vegas back to back between or Brazil and Vegas back to back. Like two great tracks for overtaking wheel to wheel. Yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, okay, moving on. All right. I'm kind of nervous. I'm so I'm so excited for it. All right, so if you hadn't listened to the last show, I think we talked about this. This is going to be our new segment. It's called Pints and Pit Stops. Essentially, what this means is I like beer. I like trying new beers. So every time there's a segment, I'm going to have a new beer to try during this. That is not Formula One related at all. That's just to make a little extra content and try beer. Make it fun. I mean, Daniel Ricciardo, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, if you want to send us your non-alcoholic alcoholic beverages to try, you will. Happy to try those. So... The other half of this, the pit stop half of it, is going to be a trivia-based speed round for whoever's participating. Like I said, this can be Casey. Sometimes we might flip it where it's Casey will be asking me the questions. If you know we have Mark back on the show, we'll ask him some questions, stuff like that. So this week, I'm adding a little bit of a layer to it. I, I thought of this too after we have recorded last week. Pit stops are very fast. So, mm-hmm. obviously, like I said, this is a speed round. What we're going to try to do, though, is I have a list of five questions here, right? And these questions will change all the time. There will be a certain theme, and I'll tell everybody that theme. But I also have a timer set for five seconds. Oh, my God. And I'm going to see how many questions Casey can get through in five seconds and how many she gets right. Wait, but you have to ask me the question. Right. Should You're going to take five seconds to read a question. No, I'm not. <laughs> it should take a second for me to read a question and you to answer it. I hope so. <laughs> All right. I want to be so, like, okay. a little pit stop. <laughs> so the week, the theme of this week is uh, Braun GP, more specifically Jensen Button. Um, oh, if anybody I freaking love Jensen Button. I think I might be his number one fan after this. <laughs> if anybody hasn't yet, there is a. Uh, New documentary on Hulu, Disney Plus in some countries as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, that follows the story of Braun GP from Honda Racing and everything in like the 2009 season. I yeah, think it's 2009 season. Um, Jensen Button was one of the drivers for Braun GP at that time. So he's heavily featured in the documentary. But the story overall is about um, Braun GP as a team and the whole story behind there. The impossible story. The impossible story. Correct. And it's hosted by Keanu Reeves, too, which is just fucking awesome. And he gets so excited at some points. It's so yeah. fun. He, he gets really it. excited. So that's our theme. But on the other note. What's your beer? Our beer. Not sponsored, people. <laughs> this is it's not sponsored. This is totally <laughs> of my own choice. This week, we have Bonefall <laughs> Brewing Company, which is in New Jersey. Um, okay. This is their Pum Queen beer. <laughs> So this is a pumpkin beer. It's written as, or it's described as vanilla pumpkin spiced cream ale. Our mm. autumn seasonal silver queen cream ale variant is bursting with pumpkin pie spices and Madagascar vanilla. The queen to central taste the fall. Interesting. So, I don't really like pumpkin flavored things, but that does sound good. Here we go. That's why I look beer. It's like not... That is the del- oh shit! That's delicious. Do you have more? 
That is delicious. No, I just have this one can. I'm oh, sorry. I was gonna say bring it on Thursday. I want to try. This is no, this is this is really good. Um you can definitely oh. This is, tastes like you're eating apple pie. Doesn't taste like that. But, but do you, I'm have you ever getting had... I had mainly vanilla off of the Ooh. off of the bat. And now you get pumpkin? Now I'm getting a little bit of like a pumpkin aftertaste. Interesting. This is good. I don't like you said, I don't really like pumpkin stuff. But this is like just enough pumpkin that it's I can taste it, but it's not like overbearing. Yeah, see that that's I probably might I might like that. I like that you prefer the pumpkin during Thanksgiving week. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so this was I didn't buy this beer. I didn't choose this. This is part of my beer league at work. So this oh, is work. Me. Um. Yeah, you're killing two birds with one stone with this. Yeah, killing two. Pump, yeah, uh, no. the beer. This was very good. Um, give it a rating out of five. Three. Oh, okay. Three out of five. Nice middle of the for, road. For for basis, a two and a half is this is a good beer. I can drink this beer. But so, you want to go back. So a three would be like, this is a good beer. I can drink this beer. It's got a good flavor. Okay. There you go. Five is obviously this is a phenomenal. Five is like if I had to request a last meal. This is what I would request. Like five for me is like my favorite Christmas red wine. Correct. Like that's okay. Correct. <laughs> okay. Just take another sip, people. <laughs> take another sip. All right. All right. Ask your questions. I'm ready. So here we go. Like I said, this is Jensen Button themed. Okay. Actually, you know what I might do? I might just stopwatch this actually instead of doing the timer. Yes, do stopwatch. Yeah. Deadline, but we'll see how long it takes. All yeah. Right. That's you know actually makes more sense because pit stops are time. Yeah. You know, so, all right. So I'm going to say go, hit the timer. And you start reading. Right. I'm going to read you the question. Just give me an answer. Okay. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. When was Jen- Jensen Mutton born? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> give me an answer. 1975. <laughs> okay. Where was Jensen Mutton born? Um, in England, I don't know. <laughs> okay, how long did Jetson Button race in Formula One? Oh shit! Um, okay, come on. I'll say ten seasons. Okay. How wrong. many teams did Jetson Button race for? Well, Braun, whatever was before Braun, McLaren, three. Okay. What was Jetson Button's car number? Oh. <laughs> Spurped. Um, six. Okay, so that was an awful pit stop. That was <laughs> absolutely. Struggling with those questions. That was absolutely brutal. That was a forty-five point eight pit stop. It was a Ferrari level pit stop. Let's just. That was that was bad. Yeah, and that's that's car stopped time as well. <laughs> pit stop time is like twenty is like a minute and five seconds. I still got to go out on the track. <laughs> Yeah you're, still, yeah, you're not even out on the track yet. You're still pulling out of the pit lane right now. I gotta leave. All right. Here's the Give answer. Me the answers. You got one of them partly right. <laughs> so when was Jensen Button born? Jensen Button was born in 1980. Uh, where was oh, he I, I dated him. I knew he wasn't that old. <laughs> he was born in a place. It's either Frome or Fromey, United Kingdom. Okay. Kind of right. How long did Jensen Button race for? Jensen Button raced from 2000 to 2017. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah, long okay. time. Long career. That was okay. Wait, you know, put it in aspect. I was 2000. I was in kindergarten. 2017, I graduated college. <laughs> that's, that's insane. Yeah. Um, how many teams did Jensen Button race for? He had one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven, seven teams. So it's oh. Williams. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, Benetton, ben- Benetton, mm. Renault, Barr. Honda, Braun, Braun, and McLaren. Okay. And then what was Jensen Button's car number? 22. Oh, I just guessed. <laughs> so 45, 45 seconds, 45.80. I'm going to write that down. You want to make a leaderboard on the side. <laughs> I'm, I was just about to put that. I'm going to make a time to beat. Yeah. And the next time we do this, that's our that's the time. We can do it right, next two. week, so. Time to beat 45. I can think of questions. 80. For you. Um, all right, that's fun. I didn't know you were going like when he was born. Well, but- so I, here's the thing I was trying to think of just like general questions that were hard enough that you wouldn't really know because I thought it would be funny, but then also partly questions that like if you guessed 1980, you would have been like, it's reasonable mm-hmm. to guess that. You know, I aged them by five years. Sorry, Jensen Button. So yeah. well, there you go. That's Pints and Pit Stops. If anybody has any topics we want to cover, anybody has any beers that I want that you want me to try, fucking send them my way. I will. You can get in America. Happily, yeah, <laughs> that I can buy in America. Let me know. Do you know, right. we have a few people that listen to us in uh, the UK. So Also, you can- if you've made it this far in this episode to get here and get to the segment. Yeah, thank you. I applaud you. And please send me you're the you're the real one. Um, okay, yes. Moving on. Do you want to do constructors, and then I can do my fast facts and stuff, or I will. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that, and then because I'll just I'll just rip through these real fast. There's not really a need to. And there's obviously this never takes us long, but there is a lot of reserve drivers going to be driving during FP1 this week, so I just wanted to quickly mention them. Right. Um. It's like All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rip through these guys. I'll mention those like close notable matchups. Obviously, don't do um, first and second for drivers. Yeah. So. so drivers, third place, Lewis Hamilton with 232 points. Fourth place, Carlos Sainz, 200 points. Fifth place, Fernando Alonso, 200 points. Oh, they're tied. They're tied. Sixth place, Lando Norris, 195 points. Seventh place, Charles Leclerc, 188 points. Eighth place, George Russell, 160 points. Ninth place, Oscar Piastri with 89 points. Ooh. Tenth place, Lance Stroll, 73 points. Close Ooh. matchup there that you should kind of watch out for. I'm watching so, more for the Oscar and George. That's what I was just about to say. Well, oh, Oscar and George. Didn't you no, say they're not, not Oscar and George? Oscar and Oscar and Lance. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because they're they right now have a spread of 16 points. Yeah, that's so close. It's feasible if Lance drives like he drove this past weekend. And Oscar gets back up to the front. He could. It could be a good matchup there. Mm-hmm. And this is a track Oscar matchup. has experience on. So Yeah. Interesting. So, all right. So then jump it over to Constructors. Obviously, first place. We know who that is. We don't care anymore. <laughs> um, Sorry, Red Bull. <laughs> all right, Red Bull. 
Second place, Mercedes, 392 points. This is Third bad. place, Ferrari, 388 points. Yeah. So four-point spread there, so that's a close matchup, matchup to keep your eyes out on. Fourth place, McLaren, 284. Fifth place, Aston Martin, 273. Another close matchup. Um, sixth, Alpine, 120 points. Uh, seventh, Williams, 28. Eighth, AlphaTauri, 21. Nine, Alfa Romeo, 16. And 10th, Haas with 12. Love it. So there you Somebody go. There's out. your constructors' standings for heading into Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Um, yes. Okay. Abu Dhabi fast facts. We all know Abu Dhabi. Um, if you're in America, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Dates are 24th, 25th, 26th. Practice one, um, 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. Practice two, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's on the 24th. Uh, the 25th, practice three, 10 a.m. to Oh, hold on. I didn't change the times. Hold on. I only changed the times for the first. Oh. <laughs> uh, schedule. Okay. Um, practice 3, 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. Qualifying is 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And then the race is at 8 a.m. Give me my morning race times that are ended. Yeah. <laughs> Give me so wake up with some coffee. So happy to be closing out the season with a race and a coffee. Yeah. It's going to be a great um, way to watch it. 16 turns with 58 laps. Um, the track is 3.28 miles long. It is a good shape track. Um, it's a decent amount of straights, decent amount of turns. Um, the past two winners, obviously last year was Max Verstappen. 2021 Abu Dhabi. We don't want to get into yeah. Max Verstappen. <laughs> Touchy subject. Um and then the fastest, the lap record is Max Verstappen in 2021 with the one minute 26, um, 10. And then, yeah, so like I said, um, FP1, literally more than half of the grid has rookies or reserve drivers driving. Ferrari will be having um, Robert Schwartzman in the Claire's car. Jack Dewan will be back in the car in Alpine. Frederick Vesey will be back in the car for Mercedes. Um, Red Bull will be having both Jake Dennis, who is the Formula E champ, mm. and then Isaac Hadar will also be in the car. Pato Award, Indy car driver, will be in for McLaren. I do like Pato Award. You probably would too. Um, he's literally the same cloth as Lando Nars. Like, they're fun personalities. I would definitely um, like Yeah. Felipe Drogovic, Aston Martin. Um, Williams will be having Zach O'Sullivan. Someone else told me... Um, someone else for, uh, yeah, a Franco Colapitino will also be driving for, uh, Williams apparently. And then Ollie Bierman's back in the car for Haas. And then Haas has also already confirmed that Ollie Bierman and Pietro Fittipaldi will be driving for postseason testing next Tuesday, since they all do postseason testing after the race in Abu Dhabi. Nice. Um, very good. Yeah, that's literally all FP1. Um, so I was like, maybe I'll skip FP1. And then I saw all those names and I was like, okay, well maybe I will get up for FP1. Yeah. Because that's a lot. Um, that's like good to see. So it will be fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I wanted to mention that before moving forward. Um, oh, and F2 is back. It's their final race weekend as well. I, the last time they raced weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, but yes. Okay. Predictions. And then we can close this out. Um, 
Are we doing just race or qualifying? And race? What? Qualifying and race? Uh, we can just do race because we did qualifying for Vegas just because we didn't know what to expect. So we can just do race. Okay. All right. So race. I'm going. You know, I think you might be going the same route too. I'm going my boys. Pure bias here. Last race of the season. I want to see him come back with a vengeance. Oh, you're saying I'm going the same fight I'm going bias. Max, Lando, Oscar. Ooh, okay. Okay. That's why I wish I could say Lando P1, but like with Abu Dhabi being, you know, a pre-existing track and everything, yeah. and we know that Max is good at it. I like just can't say Lando P1. So yeah. Max P1, um, Lando P2, Oscar P3. Oh, I also saw that they put a new podium in. You know how Monza has that bridge and like the podium goes out, so like it's kind yeah. of over where the fans are. The Abu Dhabi now has that as well. No. So that'll be where the podium is. Um okay, so I'm gonna go Max Leclerc. And just because I'm gonna do Lewis Hamilton. Oh, all <laughs> right. Ferrari team points literally like they're gonna be separated by like a point. So yeah. Verstappen, Leclerc, Hamilton. Yeah. I like it. So do I. I like it a lot. Should be in for a good one. Um, anything else you want to add or no? I got nothing. I got nothing either. That was a good episode. Nothing, um, nothing, nothing. But yes, like we said, uh, Abu Dhabi, last race of the season. Next week, we will review Abu Dhabi. Um, and then we'll do, no, I don't think next week right away, maybe the week after we'll do like a big season recap. Yeah. Um, and then move on from there. But yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Last race of the season. Last race of the season. Somehow. And I remember so vividly the first time we recorded for preseason testing and, mm-hmm. and we're yeah. already here. Last we're race here. of the season. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, let's pray next season we get a close battle. Yes. <laughs> and it's between three or four teams. Like, give me Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, and McLaren all with a hand in the battle. Ooh. Like, you know Drive Survive wants it. Like, you know. <laughs> so, give me that. Um, That'd be so much fun to watch. Yeah. But, yes. Um with that being said, um, thank you all again for joining in. Um, we'll be back next week. If you're in the America, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, happy Turkey Week. Happy Turkey Week. Eat lots of food. Wear stretchy pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Lights out and away we go.